Good morning, Rashid Sobimori. Um this these diagrams are um are for yesterday's shit, I'll be on the website for yesterday's shit. Just um just very briefly that should hopefully back up what we spoke about yesterday. Um or to explain what we uh, diagram what we spoke about yesterday. Diagram one is just to partially illustrate the idea that um at sunset and sunrise the the uh, light travels through much more atmosphere. Um we worked out common right now after this year with that um well first let's let's go the, the, the other way. I tried to check out what exactly the uh the atmosphere is. Um and it seems it seems it's something like uh I mean it, it goes anywhere between the problem is that it's very difficult to measure the upper the very, very upper atmosphere because it's very, very, very thin there. Uh, apparently, 97% of the atmosphere is below is within about the first 100 kilometers or so, or whatever it was. But it does seem that they, it does go 100,000 kilometers plus up um, to the very, very top, where it's very, very little there. But there is, there is something there which um, should fit with the with the um, calculation which we made after the show yesterday that the if it's going to be like he said three times, or he says actually more than three times the amount at uh, sunset and sunrise. Then the the height of the atmosphere should be about a quarter, or according to this, going to be a little less than a quarter than uh, than the radius of the Earth, which um, which it is. It's the radius, not the diameter, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the uh, well, seeing as the circumference is about four, I think it is around forty thousand kilometers, leaving the radius at about six thousand or so, a bit more maybe. So something around that. So it works more or less, more or less. Um, uh, yeah. What did I say? I, uh, did I just say? Uh, no, no. Uh, I thought about was saying that the height. A thousand, a thousand. What did I just say? A thousand kilometers up. It's more than three. It's more than three. Okay. So it's, it, I think it was even one, one of the opinions was over a thousand anyway. It was over a thousand. So more or less, uh, it's, uh, it's sort of works-ish. Uh, diagram diagram two and diagram three is just to illustrate the idea. I've, I've actually done diagram two and diagram three more based on the heliocentric uh, di- uh, model, but it's the same idea that basically just to illustrate that as the uh, turns as the sun sets, if you want, the amount of light depletes, um, which hopefully you can see the sort of the idea being here. That's the, this is all in the shade. This area is all here in the shade where it's shaded in. There's a very thin strip of where it's, where the the red the red part is travelling. Um, uh, not 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 that one. That's 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 the going and you can see the whole lot there. Uh, so you can have this in one second. Um, so therefore, this 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 go uh, this little red piece is gradually travelling round towards the west. So oh, I've actually got two there anyway. So so um, that hopefully sort of more or less uh, illustrates the point. As we're going to see today, it get it, the pro- the, the actually the Gemara is going to be very very difficult though. That's the Mitzvah as we recognise it today. Um, if we take a look at the Gemara, let's let's, let's go a little further in the Gemara first, and then we will uh, sort of run and see all the problems. Um, just to recap, yesterday we we uh, talked about the Machlokes. I'm just going to stick to the t- main two shifts of that of the Rabbeinu Tam and the Ge'enim. The Rabbeinu Tam holds that the Gemara here, when it talks about Meshatishka Acham, is talking about the very, very last bit of, uh, it's really after the sun has gone through whatever this Ovi Horokia is. 
and then three quarters of a mil, two thirds of a mil, till it and as it sort of enters what's called the window, um, the very very last bit. So if it's sheer, the sun sets at six o'clock, that would be six fifty eight, six fifty eight and a half would be the beginning of Ben Ashmoshes till seven twelve is Seitan Gehovim. Whereas according to the Gaonim, um, seemingly six o'clock is what is when Ben Ashmoshes starts, and then night is ready at six thirteen and a half. Although if you use an eighteen minute uh, eighteen minute um, mil. So the Gemara now continues on. Abaye Chazi Lerovo. It's um, two, four, I don't know, about ten lines, twelve lines down from the top. Abaye Chazi Lerovo to Kaldavi Namarov. Abaye saw that Robo was looking over to the west. Now she says this was Erev Shabbos. He was looking over to the west to see if he could see this red little, the, basically the, the red of the sun. That's what he was looking for. Now, the, the absolute truth is that I'm, I'm not really sure what, um, well, no, I suppose, okay, fine, leave, leave, leave it at that. Fine, so he's looking over to the west to see if he can see the, the red of the sun. So, um, later, Abai said to him, why are you looking to the west? Well, Tanya, but surely we learned in the Bryce earlier, we learned earlier, Kolzaman Shepanem is of Mardimon, all the time that the east is red. You should be looking to the east. Correct? That's where you should be looking, not the west. We had that discussion yesterday. Well, yeah, but I mean, it surely it should be the east, because the west is where it is going to be the last point, and there's, there's obviously going to be a major difference in time sure. between Pnei Mizrach and Pnei Marov. So, Omale, so Robert said back to Abaye, Misovah, did you think Pnei Mizrach Mamash? It means literally the Pnei Mizrach? No, 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 it doesn't mean you're supposed to be looking, it's not about when the east is, is, uh, is red. Like, that's not what it means. It means, Pnei Mamadimen et Mizrach. It means the side which causes the east to go red. Now, what side is it that causes the, the east to go red? It's actually the west, sure. where the sun sets. So he says you should be looking at the side where the light is coming from, which is causing the east to go west, uh, to go red, right? I.e., look to the west. Because the Omri, others say, Robo Chosir Abaye, that Robo saw Abaye, there's not the other way around the story took place, but still slightly different. The Robo saw Abayi because David and Mizrach, he was looking to the east. So Amalei, the Robo said to Abayi, Misovah, did you think Pnei Mizrach Mamash? It means literally to the east? No, that can't be. Pone Mamadi Menesha Mizrach. It means the side which causes the east to go west. The Simonich and the Simon uh, to go red, I keep saying that. The side which causes the, the east to go red. Yeah, i.e. look to the west. Okay, so Robert, in other words, whichever story you take, and you said the Simonet, and the way to remember that is Kafta, like a window. If the sun is shining through the window, the opposite wall is going to go, is where you'll, you'll see the light on the opposite wall. So through here, it's actually setting in the west, but you'll see the effects of it on the east. But you're looking to the side which is causing that effect, because you're really looking for, as it were, the sun, the source of the light, so therefore you look to the west. This is what Robert told Abai. So Abai seemingly held you look to the east, and Robert said, no, you should be looking to the west. Now, let's just take a look at Rashi first, just a few little Rashi's here, and then I'll leave it to you to try and work out how we explain this tomorrow. Rashi says, Darby, Mabit, he was looking, Erev Shabbos, no, it's on Erev Shabbos, he was looking, Lyris to see him, he was looking over to the west, to see if he could see the redness of the sun, so, yeah? Now, to be honest, I'm not exactly sure what was he looking, why was he looking there. 
Had the sun already set, or the sun hadn't set? If the sun had already set, then it's been Ashmashim. Yeah? Unless he was looking to see if the, the redness of the sun had already reached there. In other words, because we know, as we said yesterday, that the red, this red sort of line, this red uh, sort of strip, travels all the way from the east, all the way around the globe, top, top, top part of the sphere, till it gets to the west. So he was looking over to the west to see if that, <coughs> if that red part had already reached there, or whether it was still light there. Because if it was still light there, seemingly it could be, it's not yet been Ashmoshan. Possibly, right? At least if you go with the go, go with the with the Arabian Islam, we'll speak about it in a second. But otherwise, you could say that he was he held like like Rav Yosef. That Rav Yosef held as long as it's red, yeah, it's not yet Ben Ashmoshes. It's still daytime. Remember, Rabbi held that Ben Ashmoshes starts from the time the minute the sun sets, and it incorporates all the time that Ben Ashmoshes Madimen and then Hichsiv Pasdon below. All the way through till the whole thing goes dark. Whereas Rav Yehudi said no. Close lunch flame is what Mardimen. It's still, still daytime. Once that flame is off, goes. Once that red strip goes, and then hechsef pasten below hechsef ha'elyon. Which I don't really understand how that happens if you're looking over to the west, because once the red strip is gone, surely the whole sky should be black. But anyway. I'm not, not, not completely clear about that, but once you, the, that's gone, then already it's been Ashmoshes. So maybe that's what Robert held, maybe he held that Rav Yosef, I don't know. To be honest, it wouldn't be so surprising, uh, at least, well, no, not, not necessarily, it's not true. Okay. Um, then Rashi continues on. Huh? Which we both. Is that, that's the thing. It both, uh, so that's what I was going to say as well, but... For, um, yeah, because Abai grew up in a house of rubber, that's what I mean. So he's also his rubber. So, Ponim Amadim and Mesam Ezzor. So, Robert explains him that means the other side. Le'erev, in the evening, Chamashikas Marov, the sun sets in the west. Vizyaharure Acham, on the rays of the sun, Madim and Mesam Ezzor caused the east to go red. Kachaloin, like a window. Because when the sun goes into it, goes through the window, it causes the wall opposite to, to go red. The simonic and the simon for that is kapsok. Halloween is a window commercial period, you'd like to have explained. Now, as I said to you, the, it, it, it's very, very difficult to understand this. I mean, if anyone can explain this, please. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not the first one to have had these difficulties, okay? I mean, I'm really probably just reading the difficulties that, that uh, I saw Ravid already begins to raise these difficulties. Why is he looking to the West? Number one, if you're looking to the West, that takes, that takes probably 72 minutes. It takes 72 minutes. You know, if you saw it on Yom HaShoda, from sunset, from when the sun sets, till the, the, this red strip reaches and disappears, on the west is about 72 minutes. It's not three quarters of a mil. It's not two thirds of a mil. Doesn't, doesn't, yeah. Moreover, there's an, an, another big difficulty. Why? Why are you talking about name this of my Just say when the when when the when the, when the, when the uh, what's it called? Just say. Uh, look, look, it should say something like Holman, Sher Sher Marov, Oblin, whatever it is. 
And why are you mentioning the Pnei Mitzvah? Yeah? A third problem then is, and this is why it did make sense until now, and that is what's Hichtiyah Ataktim and Hichtiyah Ataktim. Remember, Hichtiyah Ataktim and Hichtiyah Ataktim follows after the red strip disappears. So as we explained yesterday, if you're looking, if you're looking on, on, on this, on this, and take any of these diagrams, so, um, as, as the, as the, whichever way you want, whether the sun's going down or the earth is moving round, it's the same, same idea, right, obviously, yeah? But what happens is, the red strip starts, at the very beginning of Shkia, it starts on the east, and it will gradually move round, like a clock, anti-clockwise, in this diagram, um, till it reaches the west. Now, how do you get Hissivar Tachton with a Hissivar Elyon? That means here, at the beginning, right? The beginning of Shkiel, as the red strip moves round, so the lower part of the eastern horizon has already gone dark. And as the red string moves, 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 eventually the upper part of, as the, as the Rabbidal was, was, was Madai from Rashi, what did Rashi say? Goyipal shall keep on. The height, the highest part of the kippah, which makes a lot of sense, the upper part, if you're looking directly above you, as it moves over your head, this red strip, suddenly the above you will go red, uh, will go red, and then dark, as it moves on. And if you look over to the west, it'll still be light. But if you're looking at the western horizon, it's the other way around. They keep up, the upper part goes, goes uh, dark before the lower part. That's, that, that, that's the material. So what, what, what in the world is going on here? What, so that's why it made a lot of sense until now, why we were talking about, that's what, that's what Rabbi Dahl points out, that's why it makes sense that it talks about Ponim Amadim and Atamizor. Why didn't it say the Marav? The answer is because we're looking to the east. Until now we've been looking to the east, that's what we assume, like a buy it. You look over to the east, ah, Ponim Amadim and Atamizor, it's still, it's still red. Then suddenly it moves up a bit, this red strip moves up, the eastern horizon goes up. But above it, it's still light. And that red thing, and you've got the red, and then light, and then that gradually moves down. Until it reaches the highest point, look, that makes sense. But now looking over to the west, this to our pattern of the what again doesn't seem to make sense there. Right? Number two, why did the Lotion, why did the Gomorrah use that Lotion, Ponim Amadim in the time? Just say, look over to the west and finish. What's the east got to do with it? And number three is, how does that work with the three quarters of a, of a mill? So, in terms of the Gemara, in terms of the Gemara, without sort of knowing Rabbeinu Tam Ge'enim, Rabbi Gemara suggests that, I'll just tell you what he, what he says, he says himself, a bit of a chiddush in terms of the Gemara, he doesn't say it says the Halacha. He also suggests that, you know what, based on that Ziyakunashi earlier, Dovor Shel Rakia, and you know what, Abai, Abai definitely understood like this, Abai understood you're looking to see. Until now, yeah, especially Abai held like his rebels, Rabbi and Rabbi sister, Abaye held you look over to these. It could be everything we've discussed till we came to this Gomorrah was correct. That's what you want to suggest. Dying like Abaye. Where did Abaye get this idea from? Maybe from his rebels. So you look over to the east, like Abaye understood. You look over to the east, and Ponimaladim and Asamid look means you look at the east. You look for that red strip on the east. Goes up, 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 yeah? Till goes to Sharakia. No, that's three quarters of a mil, two thirds of a mil, whatever it is. Yeah? Comes along Robert and says, no. Robert says, you look over to the west. Okay? Now, why does Robert say If you take a look, Robert in Stockholm, he says, comes out more or less 
like this idea, like this thing of four mil. Now, if he says, Ilule Direi Harabe Natama, or anything like that, he would have liked, just posh up in the Gemara, he would like to suggest, in, in answer to this theory between the Gemara in Pesachim, and over here, I, I don't know if it's, uh, answer to this theory, so to speak, but, I don't know if it completely answers the theory of Tosh's Raiders, but he wants to suggest that Rabba holds about diamonds. Rabba and Rabbi Yosef hold its three quarters of a mil. Because they're looking over to the east. Whereas Rabba, Lishitotli in, in Tosotin, holds you look over to the west. And therefore, Taka, it does take 72 minutes. This is before you come to Rabbi Yosef or anything like that. Take a look at Tosotin, you'll see Rabba has got, got a cash from there. The, uh, the way Rabba and Rabbi Yosef have explained it, as they explained it yesterday. Robok is coming along and changing that whole thing and saying, no, we look over to the West and it's a completely different thing. It doesn't fit with Rabba and Rabbi Yosef. Rabba and Rabbi Yosef were like a buyer. You look over to the East. Robo says, no, you look over to the West and therefore it's much longer than three quarters or two thirds of a mil. That's what he wants us to say. He says, it's sort of just a... It's a chiddush. It's a tr- tremendous chiddush to say that. And after the thing of Hichtim HaTatim and Hichtim HaEliyah, he says, you have to say according to that that it doesn't mean Elyon means the upper part. Tafsir means, if you're looking over to the east, that's called Tafsir. And as it goes round, that's called the Elyon. It doesn't mean upper as in above your head or below, you know, or looking downwards. It means in terms of that circle, the Elyon is the last part of the circle as it goes round. You know what I mean? This would be the Elyon. This part here would be the Elyon. It doesn't matter if it's above your head or not. The alien is the western horizon, basically. Now, the truth is, I did find yesterday, I did find yesterday that the, it doesn't necessarily fit with Rashi, but there's Rabbeinu Prakhyo, Baranitin, he's a later Rishon, a Kavman, that he, um, on the Seth HaShabbos, um, he learns, listen to this, Roshan, it's, to a certain extent, it answers this question. He says, Hitzif HaTaste, yeah? Um, I mean, he, again, he says, Mephorosh. He says, Mephorosh, Meshetish HaTamot, Ruti Veloshen, Pirish, Meshetir HaShemesh, Kedishoko, Betalmaro, when he looked at the sun and set from the earth and the west, he yeshoed Tadmaro, Shu Kenegat, Tadmizot, Martin. And the western side is still red, like, like Robert just explained. Then he goes, Hitzif HaTaste, Koloyma, Hishchir, Tachtis Kipat Horokiyah, Shehi Tzad Mizroch. What did he touch Tachtona? On the east. She Achshot Tachat Ma'orashem Hashem Tzad Ma'orah. That's underneath the light of the sun, which is on the west. The Loyich Tzad Ma'orah, what's he right? Pirish Tzahainu Tzad Ma'orah. Shamor Veshom Ma'orah, that's where the sun set. Zahainu, he says, Mufurush. The Hichtifah Tachten, what the Hichtifah Elyeg means, not in terms of the height. He says, Tachten means the eastern side, and Elyeg means the western side. And what they, what they want to suggest, I know he brings from the Sefer Oryz Chaim, I think it is, he says that what you, it seems is, Tachten would be, you divide this upper, upper sphere into two 90 degree segments, sort of thing. The eastern part is the Tafte, and the western part is the Elyon. 
understand what you're saying. That makes sense, actually. That, that really yeah. makes the whole thing go together. Well, t- to a certain extent, it makes sense. I, the, the only thing I've got, the only problem I have with this is... Didn't he live at the time of Galileo? Sorry? When did he live? Um, who? Rabbeinu Prakka. I have no idea. I have a great idea he lived in Salonica in around 1500s. Uh, well, if you want to read that comment, you can. I'll probably tell you all about it. Definitely, uh, and he was a guy, contemporary of Galileo, so he was being influenced by this. Would actually go together. Well, put, put, put it this way, definitely around in the, uh, over 700 years ago. Yeah, uh, it's around that. So I, doubt, I doubt he was there. I doubt he was there. That's a bit earlier. I doubt he was there. That's a bit earlier. It's the same family. I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, but the, I mean, I said you can read it over there, we've got a whole, uh... Very nice, thank you. Um, anyway, so... Actually, if I could borrow it, it would be most great. Okay. Um, so, the, the, um, the, the, uh, yeah, so, 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 let me take a look at it, it's not that. The, the, sorry, the, the, um, thing which, which, uh, Basically, he's saying now that he divides, seemingly divides the east and the west like that. Again, as I said, the problem which, I, which I'm sort of struggling with here is, maybe somebody can help me out, is the Rishonim are very clear that you've got two times. There's Pnei Mizrach, Mardimim, which we're saying is the west. And once that goes, then you've got a Hifta Vatasim and a Hifta Vatasim. Yeah? Well, it works. Once the, that red strip is, has gone from the west, the west will also be dark. The thing is, when you look in the summer, or whatever, when you go to the west, and you see like, it's light in that direction, you never see it being red. Like, yeah, but that, but that, that, you're saying once, once it's, uh, once it's sort of dipped. Yeah, once it's dipped, once, that may be because of, because of light pollution there. You do in Israel. And we see exactly what you've just described in Israel. Because um, if you look in the West, you see this, this, this red object. Yeah, and I'm saying, from, 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 a, from, a, from, from an astronomical point of view, that will disappear completely. Uh, that's about 18 degrees. Right, that, 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 that's what, they, what they, they take it as. Well, in the summer, it doesn't dip 18 degrees, that's the problem. So, I, I don't know, if it, perhaps you're right, perhaps there is, there is a little bit of a sort of light residue still after, I don't know. The, 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 other, the other obvious, um, the, the other thing is like this, I mean, the, in, in a statement called Azman and Baalopi, he actually found this Shubat of the Goenim, and he sort of reprinted it, and the Goenim is supposedly the one which says that, that Shia Ben Ashmosh's last Ta'alon for about 
for, for uh, 13 and a half minutes, let's say. Let's say 18 minutes, okay? But they say, they say clearly as well that you're looking over to the west. Right? Uh, the west. To the west. You're looking for that red, that red strip. So it's from when the sun sets until that red strip disappears on the, on the, uh, the western horizon. And moreover, more than that, that's supposed to be the difference between Rabba and Rabbi which is about, what do we count, one and a half minutes. So some, something, is not, something is not adding up here, right? It's very possible, and this is something which, which uh, I think many do suggest is, in terms of the Rabbeinu Talmud and, uh, and the Gaelic, it could be we are talking about different shears. It could be Shia is, is not as, as the Wian Sanz, the Bull set. It could be that they, they, have, they have a different def- definition of Shia. What it is, I wouldn't know. Because as things stand, as I, said, I, can't, I just can't, the, 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 the materials of it is very, very difficult to understand. Um, in terms of, I mean, the Arabian tongue, in many ways, does make sense in terms of the materials, if you're looking over to the West. But then you've got this problem about, with, 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 with any problems here, so about Tata and Valeska for earlier. No, you just have this, still have this thing about what's going to be playing Mizrah, Madim, which means West, and then here's about Tata and Valeska for earlier. And what, I mean, what, 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 what does, what does Tata mean? Because, I mean, that happens after the red strip has disappeared. So, unless, again, it doesn't mean what, what, what we're thinking of the red strip. Again, it could be they have different definitions to what, to what, uh, to what we're thinking. This problem is not, we're not, we're not the first ones to have run, run, run into these problems that exactly how to fit in the, the, uh, the, the time thing. Because of this, because of this, for example, the Ghana already writes, he says, all that we've discussed is any shy in Eric Tussauds. Even Eric Tussauds, you have to work to try and understand exactly how it works. But even then, it won't help us. We are not in Eric Tussauds, we're obviously further north, and therefore, the way we actually work it out is, we have to, the way the Ghana and the Nishaburah put it is, you have to go out and look for three stars and basically just use this demonic as we have it. For example, the Nishaburah the writes in Rish Tamakhalos, he says that if you've got two out of the three demonic, we don't have to worry more than that. So in other words, he says, if you look over to the west, there's no, more, there's no light there, and there's no plane of Demon, it's and as far as you can see. And you can see three stars. He says you don't have to worry about the, the 72 minutes, Shoyes Mania, Shoyes Shoyes, or anything like that. You don't have to worry about that. Okay? Again, it could be Rabbi Nathan has a slightly earlier skill. Could be. He says once you've got them, we don't really understand exactly how things are working anyway. So he says follow this simonim with the Gemara. The Gemara gave us three simonim. So he gave us three, yeah. You've got Plain Mizrach, you've got Hirsta for Elion, you've got the three stars. Or in fact, you've got, sorry, that, that really goes together, Hirsta for Elion. You've got the three stars, and you've got the Dalad Mill. Okay? So the Dalad Mill is the one which we're, we're not really understanding properly in terms of rubbing the time. Is it three quarters of a mill? Is it four mill? He says, look, can you see three middle-sized stars? That on its own wouldn't be good enough, because how do we know they're middle-sized stars? Maybe they're big stars. So if you've got Hichtabar Tachstone and Hichtabar Elion as well, so the two things together, you can't see any more red, red streaks there at all. So all these things together, he says, that would be enough to... Um, to, uh, to assume it's night. Especially if, let's say, 72 minutes have a path, um, and you've got the shadow of how you calculate the, the, the sort of 72 minutes in terms of throughout the year. That's the last we're going to continue a, a little bit, but um, perhaps at the end of the figure we'll speak a little about how the mice, they actually do it, um, 
where, where we are. But as I said, it's not, it's not quite as simple as just saying, well, 13 and a half minutes, 18 minutes, whatever you're going to cut out here, three quarters of a mil, now it's night. You look out, any day of the year, in London, from when the sun sets, you will not see a single star. I highly unlikely to see a single star, um, even without the light pollution, it's even 18 minutes afterwards. Yeah? 40 minutes maybe, I think, I think in the... You mean, you, you're already at that point, maybe, without light pollution, you can already possibly see, see some stars, maybe a bit earlier than, I don't know, but it's definitely not 18 minutes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But, no, from, from sunset. Which is in 40 minutes, you could. 40. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, depending on which ship you take, I mean, I, obviously I've not actually tried it, but based, based on what, what, the, what they say. Obviously, the, the, way, the way you have to do it is you work, once you work out in one place in the, in, in the world, you can then work out anywhere in the world, because it's just the same number of degrees. It'll just, the length of being our small ship will vary, as perhaps we will discuss at the end of the circuit. So, um, I don't know if you're much clearer, I mean, I'm more mixed up than yesterday now, but uh, if, um, in, in terms of the materials, I, I, if, if somebody here can enlighten us, no pun intended, but uh, yeah, Rabbi Nechemia Oymer, Rabbi Nechemia says, let's, let, let's continue on a little bit. Rabbi Nechemia Oymer. It seems to be common for the Rambam, so it's Spanish. Yeah. There were a few around that time. His family... Interesting family. They, they, were, they were the family of Rabbanim in Slavia for hundreds of years. They were one family that just started making the same family. Rabbi Nechemia says, Rabbi Nechemia says, Rabbi Nechemia says, he says that the, the, uh, the, um, it's the time it takes, from, from when the sun sets, whether you're going to have any time skier, whether you're going with the, with the normal skier, the time it takes to walk half a mil. That's what he says in the Purush. He doesn't bring the thing about Hishra Tafsin or anything like that. Half a mil, that's it. So, Omer Rabichanino, says Rabichanino, Horosa Leda Shiro Shalabi Nechemia. Somebody wants to know the, this Shiro of Rabbi Nechemia, what he should do is, he should leave the sun on the top of Harakana, not a sand on Harakana, and when he sees the sun there, the sun's sort of hovering on the top of the mountain. The Yerish, you should go down the Yitzvah Bayon and, and uh, immerse in the sea. The Yale, and uh, come out. The Zehu Shiura Shir Rabbi Nechemia. That's the Shiura of Rabbi Nechemia. Half a mil? That's what it sounds like. Did you say he's standing on the top of Harakamel? He's standing on the top of Harakamel. The, the sun's not going to look like it's standing on the top of Harakamel. That would only happen if you were below Harakamel. You're looking up and where you are, it's never going to be at your feet anyway. Yeah. Um, so unless, unless he means from, from the point of view of something stand, standing below. Because it's, I mean, it says, yeah, you just go down the mountain. Right. But, so did the other mean come back up the mountain? Oh, um, so we're going to come back. For the time being, we assume it means come out of the water. Right. Like if one Yeri means go into the water. Huh? We often talk about Yeri as well. Well, if you look, I, I, I tell you what, let's, let's, let's take a look at Rashi. Carmel. Har She'al Tzfatayom. It's the mountain on the, on the edge of the sea. V'chamal Sonuch Vishkiyos and Nireit Ha'ar Rosh Ha'orim. 
And the sun, when it's near Tashkir, it appears it's on the top of the mountains. The time that it takes to go down, tovel, and come out is night. Yeah? Truth is not, not, not going to help you so much from, from that point of view. Um, I, I would assume it means some somebody standing below and sort of says, right, it's on the top of our account, and he goes down. It, 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 I, I don't believe it means he literally goes into the Mekhah now. Yeah. Um, because besides anything else, we're going to discuss whether the other means back up. Yeah? So, uh, you're right, you probably have to be, somebody who's sort of looking will see us on the, the top of the mountain. That would be the shear of Rabbi Nechemiah. Omer finish the two dots. Somebody wants to see the Be'er of Miriam. should go to the top of Harakamel. The should look out. The Yerakim in Kavarabayom, and he'll see like a uh, like a sieve in the sea. The Zui Be'er of Miriam, and that is the Be'er of Miriam. Omar Rav says, Rav, Mayan Amital Tel Tohor. If you've got a spring that actually moves, it's Tohor. In other words, you can tell with it. We don't count it as a kli, perfectly. Perfectly good for a for a mikvah. There's no be'er shemiriyam, and the only case you'll get like that is the be'er shemiriyam. No other mayan actually moves. The water may move, but obviously not the mayan itself. Whereas this actually moves around. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi says kmin kavara sela or good. It's a round uh, rock, but osi kichvara, and it's made a bit like a sieve. There's no be'er shemiriyam. So in the skargel of Yisrael by midbar, this be rolled around with Yisrael in the midbar. There's chusa shemiriyam in the merit of miriyam. The chsiv is right for Thomas from Miriam, and Miriam died over there. The Sovakli, and it puts next to it a higher mind right, and there was no water there, there was no water for the, for the uh, congregation. So you see, once she died, the bear went. You see, obviously, the bear came to the Chusam Miriam. Tar, he said, that, that's a, it's such a mind in Tar, and a Kabul Tumor from being the Kabul Tumor. The Tobin boy, and you can tell it in it, the Lapia Kriton, it's not like a Kri, because if it was a Kri, it would be the Kabul Tumor potentially, and you wouldn't be able to be Tobin in it. Um, but it's not a Kri. Such that the water which comes out of it would be like mine shovin. And the only mine, such mine you'll find is that of Miriam. Okay? Fine, so Rashi has said that, um, going back to, to this, uh, to Rabbi Hanino, again, he says that somebody wants to know the shear of Rabbi Nechemiah, possibly, which says, you want to know how long is that Benash Moshes. What you do is you look for when the sun is on the top of the mountain. Yeah? Um, and it's about to set. Right? What did Rashi say? Near Tishkia, it's near Tarashi Ahorin. So he says, quickly go down the mountain, you see it must be, it can't be going into the water because it's not, it hasn't even set yet. Yeah? So quickly go down the mountain. Well, not quickly, you go down the mountain, doesn't seem to down the mountain now. Right? You go down the mountain, total, come out, let's say, and then already you'll be nice. That's, that's what Rashi sounds like. Which, by the way, makes Rashi sound like the um, the Maharam El Shakar. Uh, that's the uh, the one who quotes the going in originally in the study book. He brings a whole a whole. Uh, he says the he says the Ramam is not well. How do we know? He says the Ramam. I think they bring it from where in the as well. But Rabbi Avram Ben Rambam, he clearly explains like the going and he says, well, we all know that Rabbi Avram was expressing the shifters of his father. He was prime uh, sort of teacher anyway. 
So, there are, I think also from very Nebuchadnezzar as well, the Raman seems to go like the Goenim. He says the Rif is also much more like the Goenim. He brings out and then he says one of them is Rashi. Rashi, and this Rashi wants to be the guy who sounds more like the Goenim. Because the uh, time we're talking about here, he says, near to Shkia. What do you mean near to Shkia? When, when would the sun be on the top of the mountain? Near to the first Shkia or near to the second Shkia? Obviously the first Shkia. And he calls, it seems, sounds like that's what we're talking about. Go down the mountain, by the time you come up, it'll already be night. If we're talking about the second Shkia, if we're talking about the second Shkia, then you wouldn't see it on the top of the mountain. Yeah? He says, it sounds more like, more like uh, the, the going. But if you take a look at Tosus, Tosus has got a big problem with Rashi. The Yilid Miyitzel Viyada. Pirish Bukonshus. Rashi explains, with a circulation Yilid Viyada, by the time he goes down and comes up, comes out, Havi Lida will be night. The caution is difficult. So, Le'yabale the Minka, Simona de Tzvilo. It shouldn't have used the simon of Tzvilo. He loved to offer the Ashmin on the Tzvila Ma'adiyah here, unless it's trying to tell you that the Tzvila will be good. Right? Now, Tosus seemingly understood that the other means you come out of the water. <laughs> but if you're saying by the time you come out of the water, it'll be night, that means when you actually went down, it was Bein Ashmoshes, at best. Well, let's say Bein Ashmoshes, by the time you come out, which arguably is decided, you think now it's night. Did you come out at day at night? But definitely with the last known Bein Ashmoshes or something like that. Well, why would the Tzvila be good? Well, with Yerushalmi Mashman, Yerushalmi is Mashman, Perekalus, the Brachas, Mashiale, Mashko Ben Ashmoshes. What it means is when you come out, that's when Ben Ashmoshes begin. But Ashko come Ashman on, so now it makes a lot of sense. The Shafir Tzavah, what it's saying is, it was a very good Tzvila. But all of the Her Shemesh, and the Her, he'll get Her Shemesh, and you can eat his Trumba once, uh, once uh, you know, when I have Her Shemesh. But who are then? So the fees are that in a mint card, for instance, they may not smash the shrub yoda. The only problem is, this is the major problem with this, of course. Fish long with the fee, Rashi. So we're talking about somebody who wants to know the Bainash Moshes of Rabbi Nechemia. And we said the Bainash Moshes of Rabbi Nechemia take half a mil. How do I measure that half a mil? Well, standing hard, I will go down, total, etc. Yeah? That wouldn't help me for the Bainash Moshes of Rabbi Yoda, because the Bainash Moshes of Rabbi Yoda is how long? Three quarters of a mil or two thirds of a mil. So that's why I picked on Rabbi Nechemia. But according to Tosus, what we're trying to say is if you want to know when Bein Ashmoshis begins for Rabbi Nechemia, how do you do that? The answer is wait for the sun to be hovering at the top of the mountain and then quickly go down. Toyo, and when you come out, now Bein Ashmoshis will begin. Yeah? So why did you pick on Rabbi Nechemia? Why didn't you pick on Rabbi Yehuda? Both of them agree that Ben Ashmoshes begin Mishetish Da'afano. Correct? Yeah? That makes sense, huh? Yeah, so, why, so why, why are you picking on Rabbi Nechemia? The truth is, according to Rabbi Yehseh, we could answer it. Because according to Rabbi Yehseh, Ben Ashmoshes of Rabbi Yehuda only begins when Hichtif HaTafsa. Yeah? Not at when the sun sets. When the sun sets, and it's still red, yeah? When the name is of Mardim, it's still the oil. According to Rabbi Nechemi, that may already be, that may already be Ben Ashmoshe. Yeah? The problem is that according to Rabbi, it definitely is an answer. Because Rabbi says, Ben Ashmoshe begins according to Rabbi Yudah, when the sun sets. 
Yeah? So what's the difference between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Nechemi when it comes in terms of when Ben Ashmoshes begins? Why do you pick on Rabbi Nechemi? So he says, well, I could have picked on Rabbi Nechemi. El Hashem also like Rabbi Yehuda. But maybe he'll like Rabbi Yehuda, the Ben Ashmoshes, Rabbi Yehuda, in the Moscow, and Shetishka, and Hamad, and Meshach, and Tavata. It could be that um, Rabbi Hanino held like Rabbi Yehuda. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, there is a difference in terms of when Ben Ashmoshes starts. According to Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda says Ben Ashmoshes only begins when that red strip disappears. Yeah? Which is another minute and a half, two minutes, whatever it is, after the sun sets. Whereas Rabbi Nechemia, the sun sets, the sun sets, Ben Ashmoshes. Yeah. He says that, 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 may, that may be the reason. The Maitre, the Rashford, comes along. Because of, I think because of this Kasha, I think was one of the reasons, that's the only reason. But he wants to say, the Yale means not he comes out of the water, it means the Yale goes up the mountain again. So it means you wait for the sun to be hovering there, you go down, total, come back up the mountain, and by the time you come back up the mountain, then whatever, whatever we're talking about. So it could be, it'll be night. Okay, that, that will answer for Rashi as well. The Tzvina worked, because when the sun was hovering, you went down, you totaled, and then I said, as you come out of the water, that's when Menashe will begin. By the time you get back up to the top of the mountain, it'll already be, be nice. Yeah? See, so in other words, if you want to measure that half a mil, in other words, I want to know when it's going to be night, don't wait for sunset, wait for the sun to be hovering at the top of the mountain, go down, table, come back up the mountain, that could be, that's what Rashi's saying as well, and by that time it would already be night. That would have been the half mil, therefore it will explain, and that will explain obviously why it picked on Rabbi, Rabbi Nechemia and not Rabbi Yehudah. Because even according to Rabbo, there's going to be, in the Bein Ashmoshis, there's definitely a difference, yeah? According to Rabbo, Rabbi Yehudah's Bein Ashmoshis is three quarters of a mil, according to Rabbi Yehudah, uh, again, According to Rabba in Rabbi Yehud, it's three quarters of a mil. According to Rabbi Nechemia, it is it's black and white. It's half a mil, and that's why it picks on Rabbi Nechemia. Okay, leave it to that.